Welcome back, loyal listeners. Oh, yeah. We're here with uh, episode, what is it, 32? 32. Of the American Craftsman Podcast, The Furniture, etc. of the Arts and Crafts period. Like uh, all the time. Like all the time. That was, that sounded uh, <laughs> well put. Like each time. Well said. We like to start by thanking Bits and Bits. Yeah, thank you to our sponsor, Bits and Bits. Um, servicing all of your router bit needs, your CNC tooling needs, your Festool accessory and consumable needs. Yeah. Um, they offer uh, spiral router bits from 132nd to half inch diameter of cut. They're manufacturing their own bits. They're also Astra coating white side router bits. It's their proprietary coating that uh, keeps the bits cooler, keeps them sharp longer. Good stuff. We use them in the shop ourselves. I dig it. So you can head over to uh, the Bits and Bits website. You've got a link down there in the description. Use the coupon code American Craftsman. Save yourself 15% and help support the podcast on top of it. That's substantial. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great deal. Um, and they're, they're priced very fair as it is. So yeah, and they'll get that stuff right out to you. Yeah. Support another small business and, uh, get yourself some router bits. So check yeah. them out. Well, we're going to start with the Mars chair today. My white whale. Yeah. <laughs> this is Garcia. <laughs> A message to Garcia. <laughs> Couple of esoteric references there. <laughs> you had to be there last episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're in the mid-1860s. Carpenter in Sussex, Sussex, England, named Ephraim Coleman, had a brilliant idea to make a chair with an adjustable back. Hmm. Yeah. We're sitting in a couple of uh, lounge chairs right now. Yeah, these came from uh, East Asia, but... Yeah, big lots. Got these uh, on a markdown. Yeah, so the idea was sketched by Warrington Taylor, adapted by Philip Webb for a chair to be produced by William Morris and company. Uh, the rest is history. Um, hmm. Chairs... Have had a slow evolution, and the best chairs are important symbols as well as places to sit and relax. Think of a cross between a throne and a barker lounger, and the image of a good Morris chair should appear. That was a barker lounger. A lazy boy. Ugh. Yeah, that's probably a little bit before your time. Yeah, I never heard that term. Yeah, the barker lounger would be like, um, do you recall a show like the, not the, yeah, the, like, let's make a deal or, or the price is right or something like that? Yeah. That would be like from the early days of a show like that. Like they were like, give it, that was a prize. Yeah. Like a Barker lounger. Mm. That's a brand Barker lounger. Yeah. Like lazy boy. Right. That's like what, uh, yeah. What like a 1960s, uh, yes. man of the house would sit in. Oh Yeah. Yeah, they Barker Lounger was the lazy boy before Lazy Boy. Hmm. 
See, last episode, we made it seem like Morris was the sole creator of the Morris chair. I know. And this episode, we learn differently, don't we? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you have to listen to all the podcasts to get the full scoop. Yeah, I mean, if you're not listening to them all, you got something wrong with you. <laughs> Go see a doctor. <laughs> they have medication for that now. Yeah. Maybe some therapy. So, yeah, um, the carpenter confers with a guy who sketches it. Mm-hmm. And it's adapted by another guy, Philip Webb. And it's to be only produced by Morris. Hmm. And he gets to name it. Yeah. And the chairs produced by Morris and company have a Victorian appearance. And don't look so inviting to our modern eyes. The idea was there, but the execution was far too frilly and fancy. Way too delicate to serve as the resting place for a king in his castle. But, so it's sort of the same story as Stickley. Yeah. Know? Morris made a chair that wasn't quite so arts and craftsy. No. In the early 1900s, Gustav Stickley began producing his versions of the Morris chair. And I maintain that he perfected the form. Mm. Yes, indeed. Stickley was an admirer of Morris, and the first issue of Stickley's magazine, The Craftsman, was an homage to Morris. Or an homage. Homage, yes. Eugene. <laughs> We're, we're really throwing out the, the references. <laughs> See, we're recording these episodes, but, you know, we stopped for lunch, but their last episode is fresh in our minds. Oh, so yeah. they're, they're, we're, we're throwing out all these references that for the uh, loyal listener would be still a week apart. Um, so the Craftsman, uh, Stickley's Magazine, the Craftsman included... Um, this version of his version of the Morris chair and basically paid uh, tribute to Morris in his, in this episode, in this episode, in this mm -hmm. edition. Uh, and uh, he manufactured several variations. Stickley did best known being the bow arm, the flat arm and the bent arm. Mm. I'm familiar with all those though. I've yet to build any. I know the flat arm, but the bow arm just has like the those jelly oh, yeah. curves. Okay, and then there's the the, the bent arm has like a uh, just as you would assume. It's my least favorite. I would I would love to try the uh, bow arm. Yeah, I like the flat arm because it's got you know the the has that sort of you know uh, one layer kind of thing yeah. where you put your arms and it's nice and flat like a, yeah, a good Adirondack chair. Well, these designs were widely imitated in the day with varying degrees of success. Uh, Gustav's brother Leopold produced a good chair that contained elements of two of Gus's designs. We're going to call him Gus for short now. Uh, one important difference between Gustav and his imitators is that the derivative chairs took visual clues, but made the chairs in a form that was easier to manufacture. Hmm. In 
Gustav's designs, there are subtle angles that make the form more refined and appealing. This, of course, raises the degree of difficulty in building. Well, you know how that goes. Look, I got a potential spam call. If it's potential, that's almost guaranteed that it's... That is a guaranteed spam real call. Spam. What is this? It's just a black... Oh, man, the early box. Morris chair. It's... See if maybe it's a... Oh, what's going on here? Come on. It's not even... It's not even coming up with anything. Like yeah. a URL or anything. Let me see. Let me uh, force close Chrome. Yeah, because... I want to see that early Morris chair. What the hell? What's going on here? I've never seen that happen. It's not even showing anything. No. Hmm. And for the stickly Morris chair, we're getting the same blank screen. Yeah, it's weird. Try this. Uh, no available windows. How about this? New window. Pull that over there. Aha! Beat the system. There's the... That's the Victorian Morris chair. Yeah, that's... That's... Uh, Ugly. I do like that curved back leg. Yeah, yeah. But if if I didn't know just the description, I wouldn't. But you could see the how the reclining mechanism works. Yeah, and these uh, sort of balustrade sides. Yeah. <laughs> little feet, little, those, little wheels. Victorian tiny wheels. This almost looks like a wheelchair, like yeah. a Victorian wheelchair. I do like this leg, though. Yeah. Um, and the reclining back is, I guess, the the feature. Mm -hmm. Let's, and it's also, it's got some odd print on the upholstery on this version. Yeah. Let's see Stickley, Stickley's Morris chair. Now, there's, that's the bow arm. Yeah. That's the Morris chair we all know and love. Mm -hmm. Not my favorite uh, cushion on the back there. Yeah. A little too puffy. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. See yourself in there with a nice cigar, bourbon. Yeah, a bottle of scotch. Leather-bound books. Your feet up. Nice ottoman. That's it. Well, well, well. Uh, this is where all the pictures are that we can ooh and ah over. Oh, yeah. Um, green and green. Who? Brothers Charles and Henry. Charles Sumner. I can't remember Henry's middle name. Henry Mathers. Mathers, yeah. Mathers. Mathers? Mathers? Something like, like that. Like Jerry Mathers as the beaver. Uh, 
They are icons of arts and crafts architecture. And they infuse Japanese elements drawn from temple and imperial architecture with California's mission forms, as well as other classic details of the arts and crafts movement, creating an unmistakable signature style. Like Frank Lloyd Wright, the Greens were much more than standard architects. They were involved in every detail of the home, including the furniture and decor. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright sort of working as an, uh, I was going to say working from the other side in towards the furniture, but the Greens were, were primarily architects too, so I guess yeah. they were both coming from the same side. Whole home design. Yeah. Here's the pillow detail. Yes, we have uh, <clears throat> a stair, a set of stairs with uh, an adjoining bench and <laughs> finger joints aplenty. At, at, at every corner. corner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then you could see just even on the on the seat of the bench, there's, you know, Fred all these. Boards and look at the cloud lift mm -hmm. paneling back here. I mean, oh, yes, yeah, this is real. This pillowing on these finger joints looks simple. Uh, it's so hard. But to get this to look right, right. is such to a feat. The execution on that, that's what's just so mind-blowing. Yeah, go out into the shop and try and pillow something. I mean, this right here, like a little bit of a relief carving. Yeah, all the risers are <laughs> finger-jointed. I know, it's just crazy. Breadboard end on the stair tread with yeah. plugs. This marble or granite. Yeah, yeah. Angled breadboard. Yeah, yeah. We have diagonal flooring. Yeah, that, this is just absurd. Green Brothers side table. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. This is, this is it. I mean, the, it screams of the Japanese influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the, some of the mission, you know, the Spanish mission stuff. I forget the name for this detail on the legs. Oh yeah. The little the, scallop the, relief. relief. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just as we spoke of in the last episode, the variations on the cloud lift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, just how these go, they thin out right here. Mm-hmm. And everything is shaped. Ebony spline here. Yeah. Well, looks like uh, there's some, um, what's that at the top, on, in the top These going plug, down? Like little plugs? Yeah. It's maybe where it's fastened to the to base the frame. Base, yeah. I love those handles. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's so basic in its form and so elegant and cool and mm -hmm. it's just 
It, it could fit anywhere almost. If you got an open mind. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Here's Green Brothers dining room. All right. This see, this is not as uh, awe-inspiring. This is a little bit more, um, a little more blocky. I'll say. Yeah, definitely heavier. Um, yeah, I think it's there's so much going on. It's hard to uh, if, if we had maybe one of these sideboards right. isolated. Look at the shape of the table. Yeah, they do that like. Uh, it's like a oval and then they kind of put a, a curve into the, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. It's nothing is straightforward though. Look, the little cloud lifts uh, underneath the, the rail, the side rail on the chair mm -hmm. seat. And um, even on the back, they have them here on the stretcher down at the bottom. Yeah. Just the subtle, taper from yeah. here up to here and it's curved the splat is you know it's not only shaped this way but curved back yeah I wish the picture showed more detail of those sideboards and what's going on on the doors yeah look at these they have like these little mid rails that go mm -hmm. over to the handle Yeah, I would like to see more of that. And the light fixture. Yeah. Got sort of a shaker-inspired uh, chair rail and uh, picture rail. Yeah, very interesting uh, trim work in the, in the room. Yeah, it's also the entablature for the doors. The casing is butting up into it, and then there's a, I guess you would call that a capital on top. Mm-hmm. Cool light fixture over here. But you can see that they designed the whole room. It's not just pieces of furniture inside a room. Mm -hmm. Everything from the trim to the light fixtures to the furnishings. And then the carpet is that that plain like uh they we spoke of. Mm-hmm. Love the green on the walls. Yeah, yeah, it really goes well with the wood. Sort of that moss color. Yeah. Green Brothers Entry Hall. Oh, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Unbelievable. That's a good picture. Yeah, because we zoomed in and the quality is really good. I mean, <laughs> look at this. I, I I wish I knew how many guys this, and how long it took to make this stuff. This completely shaped. Like a lantern light fixture. Yeah. It, I it, mean, just think about trying to make this. Yeah. Just this one piece. It's got marquetry. This is just a light fixture. The whole thing, it's like. Oh. It's, it's hanging from, these are leather straps. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like the amount of wood you would see in a ship. Yeah. I mean, look at these doors. It, it It's almost hard to describe. There's so much happening. 
that is all so great. Like, look at the design of the the bottom and top rail of the doors next to one another. They're opposite. Yeah, they're opposite. Just that these mid styles just flare out at mm -hmm. just a little bit of an angle. And these the it's not even a side light; it's a door. It's actually set back a little bit from this. It looks like. Mm -hmm. And this little transom detail here. I love like those pins in the in the walls. These, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the handrail going up the stairs. The, the, you this? know, like yeah, yeah. Relieved here, every edge is softened. How much sanding did these guys do? Cloud lifts in every single panel here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, it's something you have to check out. Again, the detail just on the treads and the risers even. Yeah. There's, there's not one ordinary element. And the lack of repetition, and yet it still flows. Mm -hmm. That's just insane. wonder which house that is. green and green blacker house uh, and one of the more distinguished aspects of the green and greens designs for the blacker house is the degree of thoughtful detail devoted to all furnishings and fixtures in a given room this held true for all rooms on the ground floor uh, from entry hall to dining room breakfast room living room and guest bedroom and bathroom uh, as well as for several upstairs bedrooms, each penis, each penis, each, each piece <laughs> of furniture was linked to its space and surrounding furnishings by color, shape, and decoration. In this way, each room became a complete and self-contained environment. And here is a German word, which means a total work of art. Can we pronounce it? Let's see. I feel like usually it has a thing where it'll it'll say to pronounce. Yeah. Say, just some Kunstwerk. Let's see. Oh yeah. Power YouTube. Jazam Kinst work. Jazam Kinst work. There you go. Jazam Kunst work. A total work of art. 
That might have been, well, who I got a bunch of pictures of the Blacker House. I so. think that might have been the Blacker House, that, yeah. that foyer. Here's a bench from the Blacker House. One this, of the more understated. Uh, I, I was about to say, this is about as simple as it gets. Yeah. For for the green boys. And uh, it's still pretty nice. I mean, I love the, the detail that they use with the front legs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen that before on other stuff. I, I The way it steps back like that at the top. Yeah. I love that. I mean, there's just subtle curves everywhere. Just making the difficulty of building this mm -hmm. so much harder. You know, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. These are all different. Right. The, the back slats are all yeah. individual. Well, actually, they're in pairs, except for the middle. No, they're in four, two pairs, a trio, and then two pairs, it looks like. Yeah, this one's straight. <clears throat> wow. Looks like maybe these flip open. Yeah, I think you're right. That's That would give reason for the front apron to be so broad. Yeah, and there's this additional... You got a, this breadboard... Breadboard, that thing, breadboard. Yeah. Everybody knows this, Blacker House dining chair. Yeah. I haven't seen the one with leather. Yeah, it's got a leather back. Or, you know, I like within. that, a thin, thin leather cushion in the back. Yeah, you could see the, the front legs are very you know, reminiscent and so are the arms of that the bench. bench. Yeah. Yep. But, um, you know, just, just a variation on a theme. Wow. That's very shaker. Yeah. Mother of Pearl marquetry with mother of Pearl. Yep. Love that long spline. Mm-hmm. The stretches with the cloud lifts. Yeah, matching up to the apron above mm -hmm. with a perfect Right, the negative space is, is totally yeah. uniform. Mm-hmm. The marketry on the legs. Jeez. No. Same thing, the detail. Plant stand. <laughs> There's more of that green granite, I guess. Yeah. Right? It's like a miniature version of all the things we've seen. Yeah. You know, no less detail. The uh, pillowed bridle joints in the corners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. But you can see they're borrowing all the same kind of uh, details the where the stretcher is uh, off the dining table and mm -hmm. I mean just imagine gluing this up I know. the care that has to be taken to glue this up and not get glue all in here and there and then you, you then you got to clean it up then you got to sand all all of this and <clears> I mean <throat> it's even pillowed here mm-hmm 
How many times do you think they test fit that? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. This is more like the Blacker House chair I'm familiar with. Yeah, this is... I mean, this is your, where you're getting into like a like crazy work of art. Mm -hmm. I mean, this spline right yeah. here alone. I was going to say the joint between the arm and the front leg and that... Uh, uh, it's just... There's so many... Uh, like undulating surfaces and the pins and the spline and the, 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 the two tones of the wood. It's got more of the, that detail at the base of those front legs. Super thin stretcher here. Yeah. The back legs kind of have that flare in them. Really uh, Japanese-inspired, like, splat back there. Mm -hmm. Every single joint is pinned. Yeah. I feel like a lot of their stuff it has, like, a Southwest kind of look to it, too, mm -hmm. and it, they don't really get that sort of um, comparison. Yeah, that's the mission influence, I guess. Yeah. Jeez. That's a beauty, isn't it? Yeah. All right. We so, could drool all day over that, but. Um, Stickly. Moving on from the greens, believe it or not. A favorite saying of Stickley's from the prologue of A Parliament of Fowls. The life so short, the craft so long to learn. That's from Chaucer. In case Joffrey Chaucer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're, we're just dropping the literary references <laughs> like crazy now, right? <laughs> we're turning people on to a message to a message to Garcia, or is it a message from Garcia? A message. For Garcia. For Garcia. I got that on order. It'll be yeah. here tomorrow. A message for Garcia, which means, you know, giving your all to a difficult task. Mm -hmm. Now we're quoting Chaucer. <laughs> I feel like I'm in 10th grade English class all over again. <laughs> the life so long, the craft so, so hard to learn. No, life so, so short, the craft learn. so long to learn. Yeah. Um, so here's some typical characteristics associated with Stickley's furniture, and some of them may even sound unflattering. Uh, clean lines, heavy or chunky design, unadorned, uh, wooden, of course, especially oak, quarter sawn oak, uh, unobscured wood grain. Um, and leather or canvas upholstery, pinned or exposed mortise and tenon joinery, and dovetails. Let's view and discuss Stickley's designs. Yeah, in contrast to the Greens, who didn't really use dovetails. Oh, we're getting oh, an man. error. 
error message. What does that say? I think uh, our servers are currently under maintenance. Bastards. Uh, I, uh, I think I read something once about dovetails in the greens. Like maybe they... Forget they did them on one house, and then the Hall brothers were like, "We got to do something different." I forget. Got <laughs> got to go back to the finger joints. Wow, look at that. That's stickly credenza. So, I mean, the casework you could uh, stickly cabinet. I'm sorry, the casework is very stickly, as you'd imagine it in your head. Yeah. Uh, the doors are. A little bit fancier than you might think. Yeah, these glass doors, like leaded uh, glass. Yeah. With sort of like a, a angular heart shape. Yeah, yeah. Got those ring pulls that you see on stickly stuff, but they're actually bronze, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to like your typical iron. Nice little bronze hinges, butt hinges with finials. Strap hinges. Yeah. Now you could see, I mean, we could see the glue ups in a way, can't we? Yeah, we've got one there, here. Maybe there. It's like there's a little, that's the, that's the uh, style. Yeah. I'm surprised that one would slip. There must be some uh, battens on the inside of those doors, I bet. I don't know. Well, maybe yeah, not. it is quartered. Yeah. They're pretty wide, though. Frame and panel side with the top panel being glass. Nice little stickly, stickly top bonnet, the chamfer. Yeah. Probably fumed, I guess. Yeah. Get that dark brown. It's nice. It is nice. Thick. Uh, using thick material there. It looks like over an inch. Mm-hmm. Is the whole thing tapered up towards the top, or is it rectangle? Um, it's hard to tell from that angle, huh? Yeah. Looks like it may be. Hard to say. It's nice, though. Just another view. Mm, yeah. It's like a hutch. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Not it's funny. It's it's so apparent the different styles, right? I mean, we were looking at the greens. This has a much more shaker-influenced look to it to me. Yeah. Uh, although it's it's a lot classier. V-groove back. Got the curved aprons there. Rails. With this sort of Pennsylvania Dutch cutout here. Yeah. Really cool marquetry on the doors. I don't know what that is. Looks like an alien with his arms crossed. I know. The the thing is, is it's so simple but so well done. Mm -hmm. That's that's what makes it great. 
Looks like a little inlay behind the hardware. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a ring of light wood. I mean, just look at this right here, where this yeah. comes up and goes into a little bracket. Right. And it's carved. Yeah. I mean, there are tiny little details in this. Yeah, what the hell are these things? That you might not necessarily associate with some of the run-of-the-mill stickly furniture. Mm -hmm. Get the same thing here with the bracket. Yeah. That's nice. I just like the, you know, the difference in the proportions of the woods, like uh, for the styles and rails that uh, encase the doors and drawers. And then the top rail is wide. It's just, it's just very well done. Yeah. Really pleasing. Sweet. Stickly small bookcase. This is like the classic. Oh, yeah. Tapered. Open case. Definitely that medieval look has, uh, looks like leather wrapped. Uh, no. I thought these maybe had leather with, um. Like those brad, not brad nails, those. But like button head kind of. Yeah. You, yeah. I don't know what you call those. It might be. They're like those upholstery nails. Tack, like tack. Uh, what the hell do they but call But they have that? a decorative hat on them. Yeah. Little scroll work here in the rail here. Little, little drop finial kind of thing. Well, carving there on the uh, side. Yeah. yeah. Tree carving on the side. Classic brackets. That's cool. Not my favorite, but... No, I agree, but... Uh, a little austere. Again, real classic stickly here. Yeah, it's like a... Like a wash table. Yeah. Um, It's something that somebody would repurpose as like a dresser or something today. Yeah, they paint it with some chalk paint. Oh, God. Put it up on Facebook. Uh, I mean, look at the, the choice of hardware, those big strap hinges. Yeah. More of these ring pulls, but mm -hmm. it's more like a triangular-shaped ring. The height of the legs to set it up off the ground. Mm -hmm. This panel actually dropped down yeah, a little bit. Yeah, on the side. The side's lower than the front. Just... Uh, and a real definitive style, too. Yeah, the long drawer on the bottom. Mm-hmm. There's some nuggets in that one. There are. Stash those away. That's it. Oh, wow. Circle cutouts. Yeah. A stickly desk. That's getting thin right there. Sure is. That's a small little desk. Yeah. little writing desk. Not a huge fan of this, what we've got going on back here. No, that's it's very uncharacteristic, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of got a Queen Anne kind of look to it. Um, Super wide flex in this white oak. Yeah. I mean, that's in, look how fat that is. Look at this one. It's going to be two inches wide. Small writing desk, kind of... Some elements of it are a little dainty. Two drawers. 
couple of open cubbies on the top surface. Yeah, if we lost that top little yeah male, whatever you want to call that, stationary uh, holder. Yeah, get rid of it. it. Where it's all just just a flat top. Looks a little almost liturgical, the base. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They need a couple of those St. Anthony's. That's not a bad idea. Stickly dressing table. Hmm. Interesting. Got the horse mirror on top. Mm -hmm. This one looks like it's in kind of rough shape. It does. Needs to be refinished. I mean, definitely is in somebody's home, probably. Definitely, probably. They need to clean this mirror. Look at this bow tie. Yeah. Don't tell the makers. <laughs> what if they use a template for that? Acrylic template. Probably. Yeah, it looks like it's sagging a little bit there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little worse for wear. You can see it lost a corner here on this drawer. Yep. Thin little legs. These look like they're aftermarket. Oh, those little pads on the feet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got some, something going on here. Got busted up. Yeah, this thing's a little beat. Even the finish looks a little dry. Yeah. Stickly sofa. There it is. There's that mission style. Yep. I'm I'm a big fan of the prairie style uh with the enclosed but yeah that's my favorite too. Yeah, that's nice. Like I'd love to have a sofa and a love seat and a chair and mm -hmm. that's and that style all three. Yeah, I like the prairie style Morris chair too. Yeah, me too. It's got these these big cove brackets like that but but like long they're big and long. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah, that's a, I'll do that. I have to do that in retirement. Yeah, just buy it. <laughs> I'll make you one. That's nice. Like the offset stretchers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff that's just not your first train of thought to go to. Oh, so this is a settee, but... It's really just a close-up of the of the joinery through mortise and tenon. Yeah, with pegs through the the face. Um, that's this is probably the, the back of it. Yeah, it looks like this is where the seat would go. Yeah, from there back to here. Chamfered through tenon. This was the first stuff that I saw that really got my wheels turning. Like I saw stickly before I saw green and green. Yeah, that that looks like it could be in like an old minister's foyer. Yeah, this bench, or it could like be in a confessional. Yeah, yeah, it's like an entryway bench with a flip top. Um, do like this, this monolithic side like this. Yeah, and you could see all the through tenons, uh, how yeah. everything's joined together. You got big fat breadboard top, beefy. Beefy hinges there. 
I I like the back, those the wide rails with the skinny panels. Yeah. That's unusual for, you know, the most part. Yeah. That's cool. I've seen this before, the stickly sideboard. Yeah, you can see some arts and crafts copper. Mm-hmm. Copper work in the back, which was another big uh aspect of the arts and crafts. Yeah. And, the copper and work. Pottery, you know. Yeah. What do they call it? Spinning. Not spinning. spinning. Is, it, is it spinning? I think so, yeah. Slinging. Yeah. What's the the thing that they turn it on? A uh Pottery wheel? Yeah, 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 you know, it's like a, like the thing that they work on in front of it's turning around and they mold it with their hands. Yeah, I think it's called a wheel. Ah. Some There's really those, heavy hardware. Yeah, those black iron ring pulls and strap hinges. I like this. Yeah. Bracket yeah. for this uh, rail here. Yeah, I, I'd like something like that. I like these glasses. Yeah. So almost in like a log cabin. Yeah, very kind of rustic looking, especially with those with the heavy iron hardware. Yeah. Gravy boat. <laughs> Stickly chest of drawers. Oh wow. That's nice. Yeah. I like the wide style and rail. This is another very shaker. Mm-hmm. Shaker-esque design with the two over three drawers. The open uh, area at the top, sort of like a, what would you call that inside of there? Like a, so what, you, what would be the top where you put all a bunch of stuff on the top of a dresser? It's actually a closed thing, or there might be some shelves in there. Yeah, you put your sweaters in there, your cologne, bulky items. Cologne, watch. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, look at the, I like looking at the wood, you know, to see what they used and everything. Because mm -hmm. you always imagine everything's perfectly grain matched and it works. But they had limitations as well. I mean, yeah. not, not, it's yeah, not like... Up here. You could see everything coming from the same exact tree, all, you know, like a flitch. Mm -hmm. It's it's done well, but not unnaturally well. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like the it's, the style isn't great match to the face frame. Mm -hmm. Ah, we'll come up to another one of my favorites. Frank Lloyd Wright. I think I heard him. Yeah. So we hit, we hit the biggie so far. We hit the greens, Stickley, and now Frank Lloyd Wright, the man, the myth, the legend. In organic architecture, then, it is quite impossible to consider the building as one thing, its furnishings another, and its setting and environment still another, Frank Lloyd Wright concluded. The spirit in which these buildings are conceived sees all these together at work as one thing. 
So to that end, right, design furniture, rugs, fabrics, art glass, lighting, dinnerware, and graphic arts. He always aspired to provide his client with environments that were not only functional, but also eloquent and humane. Hmm. Oh, the humanity. Oh. I'm getting link. crushed on the bad links today. Yeah, they either... Uh... Oh. Son of a biscuit. Oh, we may have to just Google search these. Oh, man. So what would be the links expired? You think has been removed, name change, or temporarily unavailable? This meant museum? Might be. Huh. See if, uh, see if there's a back channel. Maybe they removed all their Frank Lloyd Wright uh, content. That would be a shame. Hmm. <clears throat> oh. Well. Frank Lloyd Wright chair. Yeah, that's almost getting into like an Art Deco kind of look. Yeah, ecclesiastical. Yeah. So it, it looks like a, I mean, from the front, it's got a completely different feel than from the back, mm -hmm. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, the, the back of the chair is slatted and it goes, you know, it's a high back chair and, and it goes all the way to the bottom rung on the on the ladder uh, the ladder on the on the the base of the chair the bottom mm -hmm. uh rail that's cool yeah very interesting because as they're tucked into the table you can imagine it's a pretty uh dramatic appearance you know all of them around the dining table oh yeah Yeah, I like the purple uh, upholstery, too. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. A similar concept, but with a solid back and a much uh, more arts and craftsy kind of stickly, I'll say. Yeah. It's approach. like a Art Nouveau stickly. Yeah. Certainly very contemporary for its time. I'll say. You know, with this big back splat that sort of just like resting on the the crest rail. You know, what it makes me think of is uh, Nakashima. Yeah. That, that big, long black back piece like that. I mean, not the front part at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is sort of very stickly. Yeah. Except for this. It's a little clunky there, isn't it? Yeah. You know, these would usually be in the same plane. Mm-hmm. Like this, just a little clipped angle on the top. Mm -hmm. That's cool. 
Well, that was disappointing uh, yeah. on our end. That's right. They, they wouldn't get to see him anyway. Frank Lloyd Wright's leaded glass. No other architect or designer of the modern era transformed the use of leaded glass in architecture as Frank Lloyd Wright. Uh, creating ribbons of uninterrupted glass casement windows and doors in his prairie-style buildings, Wright conceived his windows as an integral part of his organic design. I love those prairie windows. Yeah, known for their extensive use of clear glass with touches of color. The glass designs are all geometric abstractions unique to each building for which they were created. And Wright called them light screens. Hmm. The sources for Wright's glass designs range from the Froebel gifts of his childhood. I, I don't know what Froebel is. Um, to Louis Sullivan's flat ornamentation. Uh, Louis Sullivan was the father of the skyscraper. To the designs of the Vienna Secession. Any, anything on Froebel? German pedagogue, student of above. <laughs> we, are, we are really... <laughs> oh, it's like a... What do they call that? A tetra... Oh, tetris? sect or something like that. Froebel gifts. It's a, that's a thing, Froebel gifts. They're like little blocks, geometric blocks that, mm. you know, fit together. Ah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So like uh, those block sets that all fit together into little cute, you know, yeah, they all, blocks within cubes. Yeah. Hmm. Frank Lloyd Wright quote, our art is not a combat of modern artists against those of the past, but the promotion of the arts against the peddlers who pose as artists <laughs> and who have a commercial interest in not letting art bloom. The choice between commerce and art is the issue at stake in our secession. It is not a debate over aesthetics, but a confrontation between two different spiritual states. Oh, that's a quote from the Vienna secession. Hmm. So our art is not a battle between modern artists and those of the past, but uh, <laughs> a promotion of art against the peddlers who pose as artists. I like that. That is great. The Vienna Secession. Um, again, though, here comes Japan into the picture because it dominated Wright's early aesthetic as well. Uh, the flat areas of color and clothes within black lines and the Japanese prints that Wright admired and the way in which the sliding, I always have a hard time saying this, shoji, shoji screens of indigenous Japanese architecture unite exterior and interior space. I love shoji screens. Yeah, me too. Uh, Wright stated, I was working away at the wall as a wall and bringing it towards the function of a screen, a means of opening up space. Um, Wright's light screens illuminated his interiors with natural light, touched by the autumnal dashes of his color palette, and animated by his exquisite visual geometries. 
Um, Wright's buildings follow the geometric principles he imposed on each project, and his glass designs also express the geometry that unites the building. Well, I hope these glass images are here. Oh, yeah, tiny. Yeah, you know I had that box of postcards. Oh, yeah. Um, this has a very wheat look to it. Yeah, it's definitely wheat. A little bit more colorful than some of the other stuff mm -hmm. as far as use of reds and everything and blues. Um, very small pieces, too. Yeah. in here. Yeah. Be nice to own a piece like that. Yeah. This is more what I'm familiar yep. with. The, the gold and the greens, you know. That's nice. That really is. It, it's just a combination of very simple shapes and lines, yet in the hands of the artist. It cracks me up because, like, when we were at Lowe's, we were looking at the doors, and they had, like, oh, the craftsman. Yeah. Craftsman door. <laughs> yeah. With, sorry, I'm trying to lock this chair. Jesus Christ. Almost knocked over the bookcase full of American Craftsman podcast glasses, which are still available on our website. Um, and it's, like, some bootleg bastardized version of yeah. something like this. You know what I mean? And you could see how easy it is to do it poorly. Yeah. It, you can't just copy this unless you did it verbatim or you were a skilled artisan yourself to interpret it. Yeah. Like in the hands of a hack, it looks like it's in the hands of a hack. Mm -hmm. I like this one too. Yeah. Um, I like all the negative space. Yeah. This it the uh, upper section is the same, right? And then you have those squares and little squares connected by those long straight lines. Tessellations—that was the word I was looking for. Ah, yeah, yeah. I love these right here. I'm telling you. Um, some people just got it. Yeah, just like the greens, you owe it to yourself to, if you, I mean, if you're interested enough in, in this stuff to be listening to this podcast, you owe it to yourself to just Google search and view some of these things on your own. It's really inspiring. Mm -hmm. Um, even if, like, we don't work in glass, but it's still inspiring to see this stuff. It makes you want to do something on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all these little... Just putting a line where you might not think to put a line mm -hmm. just changes the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and we're not even seeing it in context. We're seeing it just, just the windows and the glass. Yeah. Um... When you when you see these in their in their proper setting where there's a room illuminated by you know panels of these glass uh, windows, it's gorgeous. And our last example, 
Oh, very colorful. Yeah. I like the less colorful ones. Yeah. This one's kind of busy. This I could see, you know, in a cabinet or mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, in a light fixture, something like that. Not in, not in a wall of a house as like a window window. I see what you mean. But like in a a nice hanging fixture above a table or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or like yeah. A wall sconce. Uh, and to think some people turn their nose up at something like this. I don't know how. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you live in like a 1990s McMansion, I could see. Uh, I mean, those houses are so ugly. There's no proportion. There's no. When I was at the zero flounce. Yeah. When I was at the doctor's office today, they had in the waiting room uh, the was it DIY network or HGTV, one of those. And it was. Careful what you say. <laughs> People going through houses and they're like in the Midwest and they're like, um, Oh man, don't get me started on these Midwest houses. Look at, wow, just look at all the oak. And, and I'm just like with my, uh, you know, critical eye looking at everything, at how they're oohing it to myself, you know, like uh, criticizing it silently in my head, you know, all the like the builder's grade stock oh, yeah. moldings just, you know, butted together and everything. And, oh, the fireplace mantle, you could imagine. Rustic stairwell with, uh, you know, Shoshugiban uh, and black iron balusters. You know, it was all like off the shelf components you know look at the yeah. dental molding and the oh, <laughs> dental molding only belongs where they're where it's original <laughs> dental molding still there yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what did you think that's good stuff all inspiring it is I mean, that's what I, that's what I'll take away from this episode more than anything. Mm -hmm. Cause we, we really got a look, good look at the, uh, couple of green brothers houses. It's too bad. We didn't see some of the, the Frank Lloyd Wright stuff. I'm familiar with it, but it's still yeah. nice to, I got the book right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's still nice to see it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The Met, I don't know what, what happened. Yeah, all of all, all the links I had put in um, were disabled. Sometimes they expire. Sometimes, they yeah, just, they might only they might license out the images. You know, yeah, the state of Frank Lloyd Wright or whatever. You know, they might say, okay, you only got this for a year because they wrote this so long ago. Yeah. Well, let's see. We must have a brief episode next because yeah. I don't think there's very many pages left. No, there's a, there's only about three pages. That's all right. We got, we got a nice long one in this week. Um, so yeah, thanks for tuning in. Want to uh, support the podcast? Hit the Patreon. Hit one of those affiliate links. Leave us a review. Tell your friends. Yeah. yeah. Check out Vesting Finishes, Bits and Bits. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy.